Hey everybody, we are your hosts, Jack, Connor, and Jonah, and we are Podcast Lizard. So, the origins of Podcast Lizard. Jack, why is it called Podcast Lizard? Well, interesting story, Connor. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I was creating the email, it's just so we could make a SoundCloud to upload videos on. Uh, not videos, audio. Um, and... I tried just typing in podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Obviously, it's been taken. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. It was podcast at you never know. gmail. I put a few random numbers after. Three, five, seven, something like that. And one, two, three, one. <laughs> I tried one, two, three. One, two. <laughs> I didn't try one, two. I should have no. tried one, two, shouldn't I? No, actually, I shouldn't. I like podcast lizard. Anyway, I tried a few numbers after. It right. didn't work, so then I just typed in lizard after, and it worked. So I just there turned we'll go. and said, uh, yeah, so I, c- I couldn't get a podcast with a few numbers after, so I just typed in lizard, so our email's podcast lizard. Uh, that was the end of that. Pretty much. <laughs> he liked it. <laughs> yeah. So, so then we just made the SoundCloud the same name. We have no relevance to lizards whatsoever. Nope. We are not keen enthusiasts of lizards in any way. I mean, we are, but not vocally. <laughs> Unless I, there's I, demand for it. Lizard. Unless there's a demand for it, actually, yeah. I mean, if people if want to talk about lizards, we'll talk about lizards. Um, I like lizards. Yes. But it's not our intention. We're not going to be talking about lizards. I feel like I've said lizards too much now. <laughs> we move on from that. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> so we're done with the whole lizard talk now can we move on from that and never come back to it again yeah I'm fine with that cool so, yeah sweet so what we got next Connor right we're going to talk about a whole range of stuff this political stuff <laughs> which Jack I know you'll love to get into but mm, really <laughs> um, there's some new games that have just dropped recently. Oh. About them. Uh, one which a lot of people might have seen drop is Res- the new Resident Evil. That's just I can't dropped. wait to get that. I mean, I, I've been waiting to buy it just so I could see the kind of reviews that's come out. Because, I mean, if you don't know, we all play it on PC. Um, and sometimes when games come out on PC, the you get a lot of comments saying, oh, the frame rate's terrible, the game's all laggy, it doesn't work, the graphics are bad, this needs fixing, it's a bad port. So it's a nightmare when buying new games because sometimes they're just not rendered perfectly for PC. But then after time, they get an update, and then it's playable. But I was just waiting to see if that happened with Resident Evil, and it hasn't. It's actually no. very playable. A lot of, It's got a lot of positive reviews. So I will buy it eventually. I'm just waiting for the price to drop a bit. A smidgy bit. Yep. One of I the don't want to pay 40 quid. Oh, hell no. Not for a PC game. That's not what we do. We wait for the sales. Yeah, Especially when it's only a single player game too. I know. I wish it was co-op, but at the same time, you can't really have a horror game that's co-op, can you? I mean, like then you've got a mate there with you. So like, you've got that kind of confidence that you might not die because someone can save you. 
<laughs> Unless I'm playing with any of you, and then I'm not getting saved. Like the last time I played <laughs> Resident Evil with you, Connor, it was an absolute nightmare. What are you talking about? Resident Evil Five. I, I died covered so you. Times. I covered you the whole way. What are you talking oh. about? I ran into the same trap twice in a row. Again, you just said I died so many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's because that I thought so you had strange. my back. That's because I thought you had my back, bro. Yeah, but when you run into the trap twice, when it was clearly a trap. I forgot about it. It's quite hard to save you. If we you're got, surrounded by zombies. We got jumped, right, after I ran into that trap. We fought for a bit. It, about, about 10 to 15 minutes had passed while we were fighting. We ran out of bullets and then died. I forgot about this and just ran there again and the same happened. But we, we did it that time, didn't we? We did, yeah. So, it was sort of like, was it like ammo or something in the trap? So you were like, ooh, piece of candy. It was, a, <laughs> essentially, but it was, a, um, it was a revolver. Right. Okay. It was like, 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 if anyone's played Resident Evil 5, they'd know that where the revolver is when you first see it in that kind of, like, that tribal area, you know, where all the, the kind of tribal people are. I think you have to take a, a boat over to it. So like yeah, that one. Place with crocodiles and all that. Aye. Jump out well, it's like it was just on the floor, and like the these spikes that fly up when you walk into there, and then you get ambushed, and Good game. and it was the hardest difficulty that we played it on. It so. was, yeah. Which made it more fun. I think if we played yeah. it on any other difficulty, it probably would have been a breeze. But the first time we played it, we were on one mission for what. <laughs> Like a couple of hours <laughs> at the beginning. That was intense. That was intense. That was very intense. But I mean I hope I hope the new Resident Evil is is really good. It looks completely different from the others. It completely. Yeah. Like it's it, it's now it's now gone back to its horror theme. It's no longer the first person shooter running gun type thing. That's good. There's not very many horror themed games that come out now, is there really? I mean like not many good ones. If uh, if you know about Outlast, like I played the first one and it was pretty good, and then four hours in I finished the game. Yeah, it was known for being really short, wasn't it? Exceptionally short, and it had a fantastic story. And just as you thought it was getting good, it ended. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was getting nuts that game. <laughs> but the apparently the DLC whistleblower that I never played is supposed to be insane. Oh, it's crazy. Really? I've I've like. I've seen some clips of it, but it's like, uh, I don't know where they went with the story. It's, it's completely messed up. Have you played it? I watched someone play it like completely through, just on a stream. Yeah. And it's hilarious. While still <laughs> hilarious. being horror. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw there's one point like there's, there's a pretty graphic scene where you get you like clothes taken off you and you're locked in a locker or something and then you get put under this bench and you, you're naked and you're looking down at your dick while some guy's about to saw you in half and then some crazy guy jumps on him and then you're like quickly get up put your clothes on within half a second somehow <laughs> and you start hobbling away because you you broke your ankle or something like that that's in the DLC that's in the DLC oh someone has a buzzsaw between your legs while you're completely naked yeah, it's a big boss on that. Is it? Is, oh, it's a boss. Mhm. How do you fight on that game? Um, of what I you saw, don't. it's just you've got a camera you and you flee, run about, basically. Right. Yeah, you just run away. All oh, right, right. 
which is which is pretty good for like uh did you ever play amnesia or have you ever heard of it definitely heard I of own it. it yeah i've never played it but i own it yeah I've, well the first one's insane um you can only run away in that you can't really fight them as well so like they they all have like the different monsters have sort of different ways of attacking you like there's one that is in water and you can only see I, c I can't even remember really that that well but i think you can only see like sort of rings in the water like little movements um and then when it comes to your feet it obviously attacks you yeah um i think it might be footsteps or something like a completely invisible monster so there's something where it's like it's guarding a passage and you have to get round it yeah, yeah, but there's like different routes that you could take, or some in some cases there's only one route, and you've kind of got to lure them away from it, or or kind of watch their routines and how they like walk around the room. But I think it just changes. Like, I think the AI is like kind of smart in the sense that it'll kind of follow you where you go, but at the same time stay away from you unless you go into direct sight of it. Right. If that makes sense. That's pretty interesting. So, like, kind of follow your general location, but unless you actually walk in the way of it accidentally, it won't, like, actually approach you and then look you in the face and then start attacking you. Yeah, yeah. Did you try any of the custom maps or stories on out there? Uh, no, I'm but I've... I've heard the crazy... Like, the yeah. like, like, people have made different ones that are just completely nuts. There was a, um, a phase on YouTube where, like, everyone was playing it, wasn't there? Like, everyone would go on and play custom maps and... Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure uh, pretty sure some big YouTubers would, would sit and play it. And then it just stopped. I, I did love that game, and it had an insane story. Like, it's got, like, the, the story progresses, like, so well. Like, you, you've kind of got to read a lot of um, the materials to understand the story in its full that no, you find in the game like different note pages and things like that but you can still get a pretty good understanding just by playing through it um, but you, your character goes mental by being under there and it's kind of like how he becomes going completely insane and um, the, the story is pretty intense but when the second one came out I was so excited for it and I played it, and I hated it. <laughs> I didn't want to hate it though, I just... You've played the first one, so you've seen seen it all before. Yeah, you've got like different monsters and different scenarios and different puzzles, but... The whole kind of... The way you play the game, everything was the same. It's like I didn't really get as scared as I did because I'd played the first one, so I'd already been sort of exposed to how to get away from them and where to hide what I was doing because I was already in that mindset yeah so it didn't add anything to the game for you the second one nah nah it was just it was the same game just different monsters different story different place yeah it which I mean you can't really expect that much from a sequel no no taking it back to Outlast wasn't there a second one? There is. Uh, pretty new. It yeah. looks that also looks amazing. Do you know I if that's a cut? No, couldn't tell anything. Not I like a... tell anything about it. 
a continuation of the first one. I don't think it has like any relevance to it at all. I mean, not to my knowledge. Right. Yeah. I think it's like you're a new guy. You're a new in a new area. I don't think it's got anything to do with the first one. Although, I might be completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just I, I don't really know much about the story, but I've seen different like clips of it and the the trailers, and it looks pretty intense. Good. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think there's there's that many good horror games. I, I mean, y- you all know about Slender. When oh, that came yes. out, and everyone kind of doing their overreaction videos on YouTube of like, oh my god, it's so scary. Of just a guy stood behind you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get, I didn't get the reactions. But it, I, I've never played it myself. But I didn't get the reactions that most people would get. I tell you what gets reactions. Playing Dead Space. Now that that's that's an insane game for a few reasons. It's like the monsters get all up in your face and some of them have crazy different cutscenes. But it's like you can't avoid them. And some of them are tot- like this this is this is a specific monster that is totally unkillable and you're locked in a room with it. And you just have to survive for a certain amount of time. Really? Yeah. Jesus. It's 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 an insane game because it it, it really gets you like pumped up because you you <laughs> you can't you can't get away from these 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 monsters. I can't I can't even remember what they're called. It's been that long ago since I played it, but like I I need to get around to playing the third one because I've only played the first and second, which are both in unbelievable. I really do like them games. Yeah. Do you play any of them, Jonna? No, I never played any of them. No. Yeah, see them. I, I think I got them from a Humble Bundle, but I never got around to playing them. Right. They're pretty, like... I mean, they're not scary. I can't say it's, like, on the scale of a horror game. But it's it's more, like, like jump scares. And, like, monsters will pop out, out of nowhere and, like, get so close to you that you, you have to fight them. You can't, like, run away from them. Yeah, but it is a really good game. I do like it, and it's got a crazy story. I've seen a bit of the first one. Yeah, I think I've seen the the way the first one ends. But obviously, I'm not going to go into that. If anyone the wants tran- to play it, the transition between the first and second is nuts, though. Like, your guy doesn't talk or anything in the first one. He's pretty static character. He doesn't have that much to him. But then in the second one, he he speaks. He's got. He's got a lot of background to him. He's he's like, you, you see a lot of more a lot more character development in it. It's like it's it's more involved in the story in the second one, whereas in the first one, I think it was just a game to show off sort of your weapons, your skills, the the aliens, a bit of the story, a bit of like the kind of environment, like how, of being in space. How long was the runtime from the first one? Do you know? I can check. F- I could check by just looking at Steam right now, yeah, um, and tell you how long I finished it in. Some people might take longer. Some people might not. Just what you see in that, um, it's merely just a showcase of the weapons, the enemies, stuff like that. I wouldn't really be want to want to play that like for long. Why is that? Just because I don't just want to play a game just to look at the weapons. I want to be involved. In everything, oh, yeah. 
I want a story behind the game. Well, it definitely does have a story behind it. Yeah. Like it, it is a good story. I just meant about the the character himself. He he doesn't evolve. Um, he's he's like pretty static. He he doesn't have any sort of background story to him. Yeah. Other than just being some sort of engineer on the ship that was there to help fix it. I think everyone's seen the beginning of that game. With the yeah. eye. Yeah. The laser in the eye. <laughs> it's like a well-known game scene. I've got how long it took me to play, uh, finish it. and It says 13.6 hours, but I don't know if I'll replay it at any point. But I think that game took longer than the second one to finish and the second one took 9.1 hours for me alright that's interesting um, I mean it's a really good game and it, it it's dead cheap now you know it's, yeah. like it's, it's been out ages so you can, you can get it for next to nothing if you're looking in the right places but I, I would recommend Dead Space I do I do love them <laughs> you do talk like you like them so I do uh, so I mean, I haven't even played the third one, but I do need a play it. It's been out ages. It's a bit weird the way you talk about the first and second one to not have played the third one. You would think. Yeah. You would think. <laughs> you know, actually, there's Bioshock, which is, I would put it in the same league of. That it's more like a thrillery, jumpery game with like a twisted story rather than it being like a horror if you know what I mean. Yeah. Have you played any of the Bioshocks? Not played any. I've I saw I think I saw a playthrough of the new one. What was the new one called? Infinite. Yeah, I saw a bit of the playthrough of that and I I didn't like the look of it to be honest. But <gasps> hurt me feelings. <laughs> the first one looks looks good. I th- the third was it the third one, Infinite. Yeah. Yeah. It just looked too fantastical for us. The way that he's like hooking on to like reels and stuff like that. I, I mean, it's nuts. It is crazy. It and, and it wouldn't make sense. But when you play the game, it just flows, if you know what I mean. You don't ask them questions when you're playing the game just because of the, the kind of environment you're in. It's already crazy. So adding that into it doesn't make it feel any more nuts, if you know what I mean. Yeah, right. I mean, like you're in a floating city in the sky. Hi. Yeah. That's like suspended by hot air balloons. Like, <laughs> not really asking questions about why I'm flying around on a rail at that point. It was the third one I looked at, so like, it would kind of make more sense if I played through the first two. Well, I mean, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Like, well, to to a degree, if when you play through the first and second, you can see like they're based in the same city. Um, they have the same sort of storyline-ish and then the th- then Infinite is completely out of the water it's, it's it's completely totally different until you get to the end and it's got the most the, one of the greatest plus, plot twists I've ever seen in a game in my life honestly if you've never played the Bioshocks you, you, you need to play the Bioshocks you know like um, I can't I, I don't know I can't remember the company or whoever said it but they said that after making Bioshock 3, they can't do any better, so they won't make another game out of it because they don't want to ruin the storyline. They think that they've peaked 
at that point. They've done the best that they can. So they, they're like, right, we're leaving it there. You're not getting any more Bioshocks because <laughs> that's the best. We can't we can't outdo it. That's crazy. Which is a good thing. It means that they're not just going to kill it. Over, overkill, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm so bummed out, man. There were so good games. And then the DLCs for Bioshock Infinite were nuts. It was unreal. The story just progressed insanely. It blew my mind. It blows my mind still. <laughs> I love those games. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. Good. Play them. I've never really... Um, I've never felt the need to play it, to be honest. You do see a lot of like uh, cultural stuff about the games. They yeah. are always popular wherever you look. But... Um, I've never felt the need to play one. And I do know the twist from the third one, which it kind of kills me playing through the third one. I would understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when I experienced that after playing the game, holy shit, I was like, no way. Yeah. Because the story twists, and then it twists again. It's not... <laughs> Yes, it's <laughs> exactly what I wanted in the game. Because I waited years for that game. I remember, I remember looking at that, uh, like teaser trailer, of where it was like a handyman, and it was just like a heart beating in a chest, and then you get punched through a window, and you're like falling off a hot air balloon. Right, if you've ever, yeah. if, you if you've ever seen it, you'd know what I'm talking about. But I remember seeing that years ago. And thinking that game looks insane, and then it, I think it took like two years after that for it to come out. I was, like, I was hyped for two years for that game. That's crazy. That after really playing is. the first and second, it was worth worth the wait. It's one of the it's one of the games that lived up to ex expectations for me. It's like the film Deadpool. Everyone thought this this film is going to be unbelievable, and it was. It lived up to its expectations. Perfectly. It was insane. It was one of the only films in recent times that has lived up to that enormous hype behind it. And then you had like Batman vs Superman that came out around the same time and everyone was Ugh. What's this? Yeah. And then um, Suicide Squad was the same. That had <laughs> an enormous like hype behind that film and wow was it shit. Oh, I wouldn't even There'll be people out there that like it though. Oh yeah. I it wouldn't surprise us, but I don't know what I, they would see in it. I mean, I know one thing I saw in it, and we can all agree on that. Well, there was one reason I went to see it. I do agree. Was it Miss Robbie by any chance? It was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Unreal casting, like, whoever did that. I tip me up to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> The Joker, like, their interpretation of the Joker, I'm not too keen on, if, I, if I'm honest. No. No. I don't think very many people were, to be honest. To be fair, though, the best scene in the Suicide Squad was a Joker scene, for me, in my opinion. Was it the scene where he goes back for her? It was. It was a scene where he dove into the tank after her. For me, He's that like was the best scene. Because you, you can see him changing his mind as he's like walking away and then like thinking, oh man, I'm going to have yeah. to go back for her. It was a good bit of acting. It, it was. Yeah. 
But all in all, shit film. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that one out there. <laughs> There's a lot of people that agree with you out there. Interestingly enough, it has been nominated for an Oscar this year. Yeah, what was that about again? The makeup or something? Makeup and hairstyles. Uh, I could which, understand. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of stuff where it was like, people weren't happy that it was nominated. And I was like, oh, this this is crazy. It must be nominated for something like like an acting-wise role or mm-hmm. something stupid like that. But makeup and hairstyle, it kind of makes sense in the film. If you look at it on a whole, it did have loads of like um, villains in it. And it did have a... It was quite makeup-themed, if you look at the villains that were in it. Yeah, because it'll be very different. They look like at very... They stand out. Yeah, yeah. So it it does it does make sense. I'm not sure if there's. I can't really think of other films where makeup's been really heavily involved. Didn't um, you say before that uh, Star Trek was also nominated though? Yes, that's right. Um, the new Star Trek Beyond that was nominated. There's only really one character I really think think of that's makeup involved. And that was like a a white, a white actor, um, like face paint white and like weird streaks and all on the face and that. But are there no like sort of aliens or something in it? Yeah, yeah, it would have been an alien species, yeah. But that's the only thing I really think of. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about some shit film, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on From the Suicide somebody. Squad. From the Suicide Squad to shit films. Well, that man vs Superman was already uh, was already shouted out. That was mentioned. Did you see that any of these? I didn't. You I, did, I, I didn't mean, know. No. I heard the reviews, and I wasn't really interested in seeing it anyway. No. The reviews, the reviews aside, I didn't pay much attention to the reviews. I wanted to make my own mind up. But, well, I do that a lot with films anyway, but... Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the reviews weren't just coming from reviewers, they were also coming from just general public and a lot of hate on on Facebook and other social media, just like, what is this film? It It's quite clear that it's a bad film, from what I saw. Uh, about half an hour into the film, you're like, is this nearly finished? <laughs> how, how much runtime's left? Just... Nothing, nothing happens. That's that's the biggest problem. It's all. Was there like, what? What was there like? Like hardly any scenes of them actually fighting as well. Oh yeah, it was like um, the the whole Batman and Superman fight was about, I'd say about ten minutes in the whole runtime, and then yeah, <laughs> Batman sees his mother's name, and it's. It's the same name as uh, Superman's mother's name. So, like, oh, like, oh, your mum's called Martha. Oh, your mum's called Martha. Let's be friends. Like, Oh, no, really? It's weird. Are you being yeah. serious? I'm being deadly serious. So, like, that's the whole thing finished. So, they're done fighting. And now this genetically modified Zod creature, which they've made to be Doomsday, like... Superman's arguably Superman's like most fiercest four, and 
there's a big fight between them and Wonder Woman turns up for a reason that the studio wanted to turn up. Because she's going to get their own independent film, so yeah. they need to introduce her somewhere. Yeah. Which they didn't really introduce her. She was just, oh, she's there. That's her. Ah, that that's her costume. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the actor. <laughs> oh, look, she's got a lasso that shines mint. And then she's, like, fighting Doomsday with ease. She doesn't break a sweat. Yeah. That's the only one scene I've seen from the film, and yeah. it's just really disappointing. Yeah. So it makes you feel like, who's Wonder Woman going to fight that actually makes her have an actual fight where she's struggling? I don't, I don't see it. And then the Wonder Woman trailer leads me to believe that it's going to be all about her relationship with humans. And that's going to be the strain on her. Which... Yeah. Well, I mean, if, you, if you're looking into the comic books, obviously Superman will have had villains that are on the same caliber as him, or then the it would have been a pointless hero. But, I mean, if, if, when, when you look at him, yes, he, he's got, like, every superpower that you can ever think of. Like, he can fly, he can turn back time, he can shoot lasers out of his eyes and he's got x-ray vision or whatever you know what i mean he's got every type superpower that you could think of Um, one of my favorite super one of my favorite superpowers that he had in one of the comics was he could shoot little supermans out of his fingers (laughs) that's that genuinely happened in one of the comics he had a power where he could shoot little superhero superman out of his hands (laughs) i want to read that comic so like that was like when he became like this like pretty much he he turned into a god he had every power under the sun and they had to recreate him because they were like we've created a demigod no one can defeat him so they had to reimagine him do do you not think that the other superman films not not the new one but the older ones were shit Um, or did you like them superman 2 was a mint film Superman 4 <laughs> horrendous film you know like there was some sort of like like believed to be a curse with the Superman actors wasn't there like yeah like everyone who plays Superman ends up disabled or dying or something like that yeah yeah there was something around like that I so wasn't it uh, who was the one who played the the 80s Superman oh I can't yeah, I don't know the actors names alright never mind then he got like uh, kicked in the head or something, didn't he? By a horse and yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And it, the 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 TV series one didn't like his curse was it ruined it like killed his career. <laughs> that that was his curse. <laughs> but then he's actually he's actually made like a comeback in a sort of way. He's in the the new super Supergirl um, show. Yeah, he plays like the adopt- adopted father of Supergirl. So I don't think it's killed his career as much. Um, God, there's been some bad superhero films, isn't there? Should should we bring up Green Lantern or not bother? Well, less we talk about that, the better I think. <laughs> Dundale. Yeah. There's been some crazy I- ones. I'm I'm glad they recast Ryan Reynolds as another hero because <laughs> he deserved better after that. 
And as Deadpool, well, I could not imagine a better Deadpool. Nah, nah. He is the greatest dead, like possible actor to be Deadpool. He is Deadpool. If I ever imagined Deadpool, it's, it's Ryan Reynolds. It is. Like, it's Ryan Reynolds. It did unreal on the marketing side of that film. Because he, he just took the suit home and did whatever he wanted with the suit. <laughs> he did, didn't he? He apparently, like, nicked it from the studio. <laughs> Aye. Oh, didn't see him, man. Stuff he did with that. That's how, you, that's how you do a superhero. And that's what Deadpool would do. True. True. That's what Deadpool would do. Ah, <laughs> oh, Deadpool. Oh, I'm pretty big on superheroes, like. Yeah. Did I don't know if you all know, but, like, Spider-Man is quartered around my room. Really? <laughs> I did not know yeah, that. <laughs> if you didn't know, um, yeah. Like my whole bedroom is, is covered in Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man things. Like my bed sheets. I'm 21 years old, and I've got Spider-Man bed sheets. Did you? And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that, and it will stay that way. And yes, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Clear that one right up. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting that one out there. Um, <laughs> and she's not a nerd. I don't. I don't know what I did. Oh. <laughs> this is when he gets on about his girlfriend. This is not gonna happen, no. Oh. <laughs> She's not topical news. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh man, now I sound like a dick. Right, I'll drag you out of this wall, Jack. Fair enough. Spider-Man, the new one. That's me boy, he got, it, got me back, right. Next, homecoming. homecoming. Don't like the look of it. Unpopular. I've, I've heard your I'm opinion. I'm unpopular now. I'm unpopular now. What's the new villain called? Vulture. Vulture, yeah. Now, in the comics, he was a very old guy with a bald head. <laughs> and he looks hilarious. And then this new one, he's like some sort of techie vulture thing. Like, oh, all right, I, I understand they're not going to have like an old bald guy, like a bald eagle as a, <laughs> as a Spider-Man for. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't look that threatening. Um, he was a pretty iconic villain, though. He, he came back time and time again. Um, but but now he's, he, he just looks completely different. And this is the trouble when you read a book and then you look at a film and then you're like, ah, oh, but it doesn't match the book. Ah, now I'm going to hate it. It happens all the time. It happened with The Hobbit with me. I don't, I don't want to go into that because it's like everyone's favourite film, but I hated it. Uh, all three of them. Um, but <laughs> in another podcast, we might get into why the Hobbit is bad and everything to do with the Hobbit. But we'll see. But you don't that. even like Lord of the Rings, anyway, do you? No, I've never seen Lord of the Rings, but I know and I I care less about Lord of the Rings than the next guy, right? It's <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's not terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to talk to you later about that. <laughs> the way that the Hobbit was made is, has such a funny story behind it that it it could be an interesting topic for another podcast. But getting back with the Spider-Man issue. Yeah, I mean, I just... The way that the film's portrayed, it looks like Spider-Man is just trying to prove himself to Iron Man 
as if he's one of the big dogs, as if he can be one of the Avengers, as if he's like a tough, tough enough hero. And I mean, like, there's some aspects of that that's just the same as the comic books, but he, he, I don't like the look of like Iron Man having to be some sort of mentor to Spider-Man as if he's like, look, you come under my wing, you don't mess with the, these guys, let, let, let the real men handle this like and spider-man's like no you know i'm a i'm a real superhero i can do this i can i can fight these guys i want to be you guys i want to be a hero i don't just want to be the kid but i just i i want to see him being the hero that he was in the comic books the cocky little boy who just is really flighty and really He's got the one-liners while he's kicking the crap out of people. And, like, there's some insane plot lines that they could go with. I just, I hope they do a good job with it. I, I can't, I can't criticize a film on a trailer. That's probably the worst thing that you can do. Yeah. Um, but just looking at it, for me, I just hope there's more focus around him kicking the crap out of bad guys and being Spider-Man than him being Peter Parker worrying that he's not going to be able to get in with the, the big guys and and be one of the Avengers and, and all of that. But, well, I mean, people liked the look of him in the Avengers, right? They liked Tom Holland in the Avengers, the actor, and they thought he did a good job, didn't they? As far as I know, yeah. He wasn't that hated. Um, I'm feeling like that was, that was the general consensus. I'd, yeah. <laughs> He was only in it for. It was about it was about twenty minutes because it was a big fight scene he was in. Yeah. So, uh, but he did have like one liners and that he was quite sassy. Yeah. Well, I mean, as the big superhero fan that I am, I haven't seen that film, and I haven't even seen Age of Ultron. I I don't mind that. I would give Age of Ultron a miss because it it does nothing. I, I was as more into reading them than I am into seeing them on the telly. But I mean, like when Amazing Spider-Man One and Two came out, I was straight on that. I was like, I'm watching them films. As soon as they came out, I was straight there, man, watching those films on the big screen, watching, watching them swing a web and in high visual graphics. And man, it brought tears to my eyes. Watching Stark win. Right. For like most okay. of the second film. So 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 there is there's, there's some scrutiny with uh, the Amazing Spider-Man two film where Connor believes that it's total shit because nothing happened, but I like it. It's her- it's horrendous. Why? Because I want to watch a Spider-Man film to see him grow and fight enemies. I don't want to watch him. Stand on top of a, a building, lurking over like a woman who he likes, and like stand in the shadows and follow her about that. When she's right, like, looking, okay. she's looking behind her, thinking someone's watching her, and it's Spider-Man actually watching her. I know exactly the scene you're talking about, and I totally agree with you. However, however, he does develop, he does fight, he does like get himself into horrible messes and he does like that whole science experiments with the batteries things like he's trying to make his webs so that they don't electrocute him when he's like slinging a web at electro 
Right. Um, that, 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 I thought that was cool because it kind of shows that he's he's, he's a scientist because he is. Yeah. Well, a student, but a good one. But you, what you've just said there is one scene out of a runtime of what two hours? Well, no, no, no. He does, he does pretty cool fight scenes in it, and like, like, like the like towards the beginning where like he he helps out Electro before he comes Electro. Yep. You know, like and like neatens up his hair. I thought that was funny. That was quite good, yeah. And at the, and even at the very very beginning, when he's like, in the back of a truck trying to catch all those vials of whatever, that uh, the rhino, well, the later to be rhino, that bald guy, was like driving the truck. That annoyed us about the um, the publicity of that film. They had rhino as like someone who he fights. Oh man, and it was so bad because it was only like at like, what like a minute at the end, like two minutes. Yeah, and you you don't even see any fighting. You just see like him swinging around in the sky, dodging what is it rockets or something that's getting fired at him, and he like hits one with like a a manhole cover, and then like goes to smack him, and then hits the camera, and it fades out, and then the credits come up, and you're like, well, I didn't even get to see a fucking fight. That was pretty bad. It was used as like. How's he gonna like beat a... the shit out of that mech suit? I want to know how he defeats that mech suit. <laughs> Short me now. Spider-Man 3 though right so you say that you would rather watch Spider-Man 3 than Amazing Spider-Man 2 do you stand by that yes I would right I would right well you're wrong your opinion is wrong because of that awkward dance scene that Toby McGuire does (laughs) I'm sorry, but that's hilarious. Right, it's hilarious for the wrong reasons, though. It's hilarious because it's bad. So? I would rather watch that than 30 minutes of him following Gwen about. But that was the build-up that he's following Gwen about because she fucking dies in the film, so she needs needs a bit bit of a role in there before she gets knocked off. I mean, how are Yeah, but they don't do anything to make us care about her. Like, why would I care about a woman that Spider-Man's following about. Well, the, the, I mean, like... Even... She... She's gonna leave the country in any way, like... It's just not needed. Well, that's because she wasn't Spider-Man's main, main girlfriend that everyone cared. Like Mary Jane, she was the... He was the one she married. <laughs> Sounds like that fizzled out there. <laughs> She's the one that... He married. But, you know, like... It's because I've tried to, I've tried to think of my argument, you know, like, like Gwen Stacy was short-lived because she died, and Spider-Man had to live with that, and it's about that story. It's about the emotional side of it. Whereas what? I know, okay, you've seen enough emotion in every Spider-Man film that exists, where he's crying or doing whatever, you know, he's, his freaking uncle dies, he gets shot, and. And then, like, oh no, my girlfriend's now died. Oh, but but my girlfriend's dad died. Do all right, you... so it's all these people dying and getting kidnapped, and every film, and he's always crying. And but he is young; he's like eighteen, I think. I think. Don't quote me on that. I think he's eighteen. 
I wouldn't have guessed that from the films. I would have thought he was older. Well, maybe because the actor looks a bit older, but he, yeah, it, like Spider-Man, I'm, I'm fairly sure he's 18. I'm going to go with your opinion on that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But he's like, you know, the, the, the playing on him being young and the playing on him being, hey, like when you're 18, you're going to be stalking your girlfriend. The, the people that you fancy, you know what I mean? Like, um, and yeah, it's right, 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 right. <laughs> in a stereotypical situation, you are, which it is. It's a film, so of course, it's, it's automatically a stereotypical situation. True. So, it's playing on that, but it's trying to make it funny. It's it's given Andrew Garfield some acting time, some face time, instead of just the mask on. Because they're never going to do a film where it's just Spider-Man in the suit, which is what I'd love to see. I want to see Spider-Man and Spider-Man less of the time with Peter Parker, you know, let's make that about, like, like a quarter of the film, maybe even less. I wouldn't even be that bothered. I want to see the, the mask on. I don't need to see the actor's face. Yeah, um, but I guess you're never really gonna have a good film if it's just Spider-Man fighting all the other people, the bad guys. I would think it would be expensive as well, wouldn't it? Be an expensive <laughs> film to make. But I mean, Marvel's budget now is is through the roof. Uh, the Avengers, how much must it have cost to pay for Civil War? Oh, that must have been a lot. That must have been ridiculous, like all those actors. I know. They had so many in it, and they're not like, um, small names in the Ah, oh, these are big world. shots, these are massive guys. They are. Robert Downey Jr. himself is, is going to cost a bomb. But when a film like that makes over a billion, it, it, you kind of go have what you well, want. Well, yeah. <laughs> They're not going to put a price on on their films now. They're not going to be like, maybe we should like you know, save a bit of money here and there. They're going to be like, now let's go all out because we know that we're going to get, we know that we're going to get profit off these films. Oh, because it's it's not only like trending now. It's like it's it's even fashionable. Like people wearing Marvel clothes is now fashionable. Like my tattoo, my Spider-Man nerdy tattoo that I've got is now fashionable. But I do hope they make Homecoming good. I want to see Justice made to it. Because Spider-Man's, well, he's just the best Marvel hero, isn't he? I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on that. (laughs) Why not? I I don't I don't have a preference of superhero in the Marvel universe. Um, you, but you're doing DC, is that what you're saying? Are you I saying DC is more interesting? Hell no! But I've got a few about superhero in DC, but not in Marvel. So who's your favorite superhero in DC? Yeah, Flash. But Flash is my favorite. But the TV show is not a good show. So I was like, just about to say that. Yeah. Um, if your favourite superhero is Flash, you must be pretty disappointed with the TV series. It's horrendous. Uh, 
I watched the first season and a bit of the second and then I stopped and I thought yeah I may as well go back to it just because I like the hero but what they did with that show was horrendous they dug a hole they made a suit like a villain so powerful that they had to just just sign him off like ice oh, he dies in this sort of way and it's like but that's not smart it's not clever it was uninteresting which is really annoying but again like how much can you do with a guy who runs really fast <laughs> well they did a lot in the comics they've got some <laughs> it, it just depends because obviously with a TV series there's only so much that you can do like you've if you, if you've got a film, you've obviously got like two and a half hours, around, or, or you know somewhere around that, where you can set a scene, set a yeah. villain, yeah. and set like a, a course of the story. Whereas if you're doing a TV series, you've got well, how long are they? Are they half an hour or an hour? They're about an hour. They're, well, they're about forty minutes. So they'd probably have to do like to be continued, to be continued, if they want to like you know sort of progress a, a good long story whereas if they're just yeah holding what? something down they'll just well i don't know if they're picking things from comics or if they make their own ideas but they'll probably just flick through find something quick and simple that they can do or maybe yeah. shorten down actual battles or stories or things that's happened and yeah what, cut what out a lot I... of the content that makes yeah. it not make sense now <laughs> one of my main problems with that show is there's like 20 plus episodes in a series like in a season I think that's way too much there's going to be far too many episodes what are just like filler that have like a tiny bit at the end or at the beginning that has something to do with the overlying arch of the story but inside it they're just going to hunt down people with powers and then lock them up it's yeah. just it's, it's not interesting they mean nothing to the show so if they condense that into like a 10 episode series they'll be able to do a lot more because they'll have to do it in a lot less time so each episode would mean something are they not planning on a flash film at all not that I'm aware of but they do a lot of crosses between their shows okay Um, like Arrow isn't it yeah Arrow, Supergirl and uh, Flash is all on the same network as well as like they spin off what they've done with characters from Flash and Arrow called, um, I think it's Legends of Tomorrow, but don't quote us on that. So Supergirl has her own TV series now. She does, yeah. I'm fairly sure I saw a pilot for that like two years ago or something. I don't know if it's the same pilot because I'm sure there's been a couple over the years. There was one that... Um, like the person who played um, Superman's cousin in Smallville played Supergirl that was a pilot I think it was something to do with like a plane was coming down oh that, that'll be this series then yeah yeah was it? yeah I think so and and she like lifted it back up into the sky or helped it land or something like that I think so yeah it does start with her saving a plane that's why I remember of it from like two years ago or something like that. That's a while ago. I didn't actually hear anything else about it after that. To be honest, it's just gone into its second series, I think. 
Like really? A second season. Was it two years ago then? It, it, must, it must be. It must be. Yeah. I didn't think it was that long ago. I mean, a pilot episode's released a lot earlier than what they would release the first season. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, there was an episode of something I watched on Amazon. And then um, I assumed that the whole series was there, but it was like, next episode's coming January 2017, and this was back in like August or something. So I was right. like, oh, brilliant. So yeah, I think sometimes they do pilots earlier, but I'm not entirely sure if it's if it's something that's common, commonplace. Yeah. To add the pilot. I'm pretty sure they'll do a pilot beforehand, before they do a full series. Just so it gets picked up by a network, but... I don't know if it gets aired. Are they going to do any more superhero TV series? Have they got any anything coming up at all? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I know Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl. I think they've just been picked up for another another season. But Arrow's so so done now. I was never interested in Arrow. Oh, it's overdone now. My opinion. I just, I just don't think he he sounds like a cool hero. <laughs> just a guy with a bow, really, isn't he? He is. Just, just Robin Hood, except it's a TV series. It's very long. It would have been hilarious if the um, they made him look like he's he's a um, comic like look, where it's like blonde hair with a blonde mustache and. You could say the same about a lot of things, like Wolverine, for example. Like, he's, imagine him <laughs> looking like what he does in the comics and be nuts. But with his yellow suit on and that. Ah! <laughs> no, it would be It'd hilarious. Be mid, though. <laughs> oh, like what we were saying earlier about Spider Man, like the, the vulture guy. Ah, looking like an old bloke. <laughs> the bald eagle. That would be hilarious. I mean, I don't know what he looks like under the mask. <laughs> sort of... I, I can't even explain what it is. Just some sort of armoured helmet or something or other. And he's got like these massive fans on his wings. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know well, did, he used to, did he used to do anything as a bald eagle? Aye. What would he do in the comics? Like, fly around and steal shit and blow stuff up and abuse things for his own self-gain. You know, like the typical sort of bad guy. I think at one point he worked with other villains as well to defeat superheroes like Spider-Man, Avengers or whatever. Couldn't tell you everything about it because I can't really remember a lot of them. But you know, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens with the film. It might turn out good, and see why they might have wanted to update his look a bit for a modern film. <laughs> have you have you had a look at the picture? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you should have a quick Google, Connor, if you haven't looked already about the old vulture from the comics, the, the bald eagle. <laughs> he looks intense. I love a lot. He's even got like some sort of uh, collar around his neck. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's a bit weird. It's like 
wearing like a green morph suit. <laughs> oh yes, looks great, man. He looks like a uh, Professor X type character. <laughs> <laughs> You're only saying that because he's bald and old. I mean, it looks like Professor X, so... It's only because he's old and bald. Have you seen oh, the one my... from the animated series where he's actually some kind of Birdman? Aye, it's nuts. It's like, I'm sure they've had loads of different variations of Vulture, like, so some where he's had, like, sword wings, where, he's, like, the, each feather can detach into, like, swords and stuff. Is that not the, the way they're going race... with this one? Where, like, he's... I don't know. He throws stuff, but... Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> He's played some of the Spider-Man game. Uh, actually, Web of Shadows, a game that I had for Xbox 360, I think. And, like, Vulture in that there is, like, he can throw, like, sword feathers like, as an attack. But somehow he's still flying in the air. I never understood it, but I didn't want to argue because it was a good game. Well, didn't they not care too much about physics in comics in any way? They don't care too much about physics at all in comics. Not at all. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're looking at a superhero film and you're going, well, this isn't realistic, then you're in the wrong seat. You're looking at the wrong film because they're not supposed to be realistic at all. Like, I mean, you could argue, okay, well, I have to have some sort of realism to it. I'd agree, but. It depends on your opinion what that some sort of realism is. If you've got a superhero and you can double jump, is that any more nuts than a one that could fly? Well, they're both defying the laws of physics. So. But if a new if a new super superhero came out who could double jump, you would question that more than Superman who could fly. Well, you would with a character like Superman. He, it's already built he, into our minds. Yeah. So, like, apparently, superheroes, like, flying for superheroes is, is just, ah, it's normal. But if a double jump and came around, what the hell is that? That's not even realistic. <laughs> How a man? You know what I mean? It's, it depends what your opinion of realistic is and where you kind of want the film to go. If this superhero is double jumping his way out of a situation, then who's to argue? You you just don't watch superhero films for realistic. Whatever, you just <laughs> they're there for entertainment and they're there to beat the shit out of other superhero villains because there have to be some sort of superhero villains. You don't just get a random thug going around. Well, actually, you you do usually at the start of superhero films. You'll see him knocking around some dumb muscle. <laughs> Spider-Man would be like, oh, hey, guys, I'm going to smack you around because you're just little robbers stealing handbags and whatever. And then he'll get to his true villain, which has enhanced strength and superpowers, and he's got these giant mech suits and whatever. He's a lot. He's way more powerful. <laughs> but then who's saving the old lady down the dark alleyway while he's dealing with those not a superhero <laughs> maybe I could be a superhero then like, maybe we should title this, this podcast Jack Becomes a Superhero give it like an always sunny like sort of 
in, in, introduction theme. theme. What? The jingle. Is this your origin story? This is me origin story. This is this is the point where Jack says, you know what? I've seen it all in the films. I've read it all in the books. It's now my time. The world's just been waiting <laughs> for this. I'm gonna put on some spandex and I'm gonna run down the street and I'm gonna run home because it's really cold. And I look like a twist and I get bullied. Do you not just want to live out the plot to kick ass? Absolutely not, because I hate that film. <laughs> and I but essentially that's what you see. It's not. That guy doesn't even feel pain. I would. At the beginning, he does. Yeah. He goes out there with his spandex on and his his weapons, two sticks, and he runs over to Baywell and gets stabbed and ran over immediately. Yep, yeah, man, but this is real life, not a film. If I... In, in yeah. a film, is if it... I got shot, I'd be like, oh, 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 let's carry on, you know, I've got people to save, you know, I'll battle through it. I'll just pick up a gun and I'll shoot someone and I'll just hold my shoulder while there's a fading blackout and then come back in and I've already, you know, sort of bandaged myself up and I'm ready to fight again. If I got shot, I am down and out, right? Completely. <laughs> There's no way that I am fighting on. I'm done, right? If I got stabbed, if I got even punched in the head, I'm out. I'm gone, right? I'm no. I, I can't deal with a fight. Like, man, but I'm going home. I'm done. I this could. It. I could sort of act and preach. I, I can do that. I can do that very well. I could go down the street and go, you shouldn't be doing that, and then run away if he starts anything, because I don't want to fight that guy. Right. So you're lincing you with a fight. I mean, I could go out and dress in the Spider-Man suit and start instigating, but that's as far as it would go. If they <laughs> if they, if they, they held their ground, I'm, I'm running away. <laughs> I could... Oh, that's it. That's a great idea. Maybe I could use use some like sort of like psychology to just like, but well, you, you want to put a knife out on me? Like, are you serious? I'm I'm Spider Man. Like, what are you doing? Then they start getting closer. But now I'm running away. Right? Intimidation first. If it doesn't work, I'm done. Right. On that note, I think we should end the podcast there. That's a good place to finish off. It's a good place to finish. Yeah. I think I need just... to go on. Yeah. I need to go and put my Spider-Man suit on, which I do have. I've got two, just in case you were wondering. Yeah, we were all wondering that, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll go and slip it on now, and I'll be around yours in a minute. If you, if you ever need a hero, um, hit me up on this uh, podcast, and I'll get back to you in a few days. When the situation is passed, and then I can just swoop in and say that I fixed it. Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll finish it off there. Thanks everyone for listening. This has been Thank you all. Thank the you. Podcast Lizard. Goodbye.